Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So uh, we had Mikey Stevens on, and now we have on uh, my very special friend, uh, Jacob, at Canadian Jesus 99 um, It's weird because whenever like I hear you talking, you're doing the commentating for the games, or if you hear me talking, it's like we're in a Discord chat, and we're just like doing like stupid shit, but like, no, it's, yeah. just, it's just you and I now. And, just, uh, just the two of us. Yeah, and exactly. it's the first time we're talking like i can directly see to it, each it, other so yeah i know i'm not saying it's weird but it's like it's all it's had different. this level yeah. of confrontation in so long <laughs> <sighs> and it's only going to get more worse from there we're going to talk about your buffalo sabers <laughs> so oh my God. Uh, yeah um how have you been man it's like it's it, like it's not? i've been good i good. mean listen i I'm glad we waited on this because, like, the last two days have been a bombshell regarding the Sabres. So, like, there's actually stuff to talk about. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's rough, man. It's rough. Yeah, I know. So how did you become a Sabres fan? Like, I I don't really even remember. Like, I'm pretty sure you've gone over from the chat, but I just kind of want to hear that. Okay, so I lived in Ontario for 20 years. And for whatever reason, when the Sabres came out, my dad was a wee little boy, and he's like, I don't want to follow the Leafs. So he followed no. the Sabres. And then the Bills came and he was like, I'm going to follow both. And we just kind of became Buffalo fans in Toronto. And that, that was it. When I grew up, the first jersey I got was this little wee tiny black, uh, the black goat head Sabres. Oh, one. yeah. Yeah. Big fan from then. Hmm. Yeah, it's, uh... And I can't believe like, like, I think it was what, 2006, 2007. They had, the Sabres had some really good teams. I think a lot of yeah. people forget they took Carolina to game seven in 2006. Yeah. And the year I was born was 99 when they lost yeah. the cup finals. <laughs> so, like, right before I started following them, so I was probably like seven or eight in the 2006 season. I was like when I first started watching. So, uh, ever since I've been a fan, they've sucked. So, I, I'm <laughs> deeply sorry, Sabres Nation. That's uh, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> those good looks are a curse after all <laughs> um but they're only good for some things yeah <laughs> but 
Yeah, they were like they had guys like Ryan Miller, they had uh Thomas Vanek, Jason Palmville, Dan Briere. Oh like they had God. some good players, Chris Drury as well. Like that 2006-7 team was so good. Even the 2010 team that uh, I think lost to Philly in round 1, might have been round 2. God, there was some guys on there I just adored. Like you said Vanek, uh Derek uh Derek Roy was Yeah, Derek Roy. I mean, yeah. You know. And then there was a couple players even after that like, you know, they had a they traded, was it uh, Zach Cassian for Cody Hodgson? He had oh this one, one or two crazy good seasons and then just fell off a cliff. Yeah. Um, Cody Hodgson was one of those guys where I'm like, this guy's going to be a superstar. And unfortunately, <laughs> I think he had some, I think he had some injuries issues, which sucks. It's yeah. Not, it sucks he never uh, got to put it together. It does. But you know what? It's what following teams all about. They're not, mm-hmm. uh, not every team wins. And you know what? You kind of just, uh, kind of just enjoy it while you're there. I, uh, even though they've sucked for 10 years straight now, I, I've watched probably like 95% of the games. I just, it's a, it's what being a fan's about. You, do, you deserve matter. way better <laughs> than, than what you're getting. And it's weird because I was cheering for Edmonton and 0506. Oh. Like I didn't live in Edmonton. Oh. I think I lived in Red Deer at the time, but like, I remember just like oh, there being this hype about this Oilers team going far, oh like Dwayne Rolison, Chris Pronger, oh, no. Alice Hemsky was super young. Just like, oh, no. And I just, I remember my heart being broken in game seven against Carolina. I'm like, I believe they were going to win because I remember for Fernando Prasani, that's another one. He also played on Chicago oh later. Oh, he scored like oh. he scored a handed goal overtime game winner in game five. And it was going back to Edmonton and they won game six. I'm like, they're oh. going to win this. I'm so going to do it they all. Are. And then my heart oh, just no. got stomped on. And then I just. I never really latched onto the Oilers because, like, living in Alberta, it's, like, especially in, like, northern part of Alberta, I feel like most people are Oilers fans where you, as oh, you yeah. go south below Calgary, that's Flames, yeah. that's Flames fans' territory. But I feel like as soon as you hit Red Deer, if you go north of Red Deer, Oilers. If you go south, it's Flames. Yeah, and that's, like, there's that's that true. very, very yeah. fine line where, like, you can cheer for both or either and you <laughs> won't get scrutinized. But, yeah, if you live in Calgary and you have anything Oilers-related, they might shoot you, man. Yeah. I, walked out, I walked out with a Gretzky jersey on, and I was like, I getting, I was getting looked feared for like, your life. Yeah, so sorry, I forgot. No, but then I was kind of, I guess I was like kind of a free agent because I never just latched on them because the next year they were horrible. Yeah. They didn't even make the playoffs, and then I remember just being like. <sighs> Just like watching the 0708 Blackhawks, and I was just like, "Holy, this young team—they got a lot of young superstars." It. And yeah, and I was right. <laughs> well, you know what? It's a—it uh, doesn't matter how you pick your team, unless you repick them seven times. Uh, <laughs> but it doesn't matter how you pick it. You know, once you're there and once you love them, it, it's just—it's that's it. You know, yeah, it's been committed, fourteen it's years of this now, and uh, yeah, you know. You know, it hasn't been great the past, like, even five years now, I'd say, for the Blackhawks. Yeah. But, like, you know three what, Stanley yeah. Cups, you can always fall back on that. It's like... Yeah, it's a... At least you got those six years that were just money. Yeah. And it's, it's like... A team should, like, mathematically just, like, 30... There's, like, 30... Well, no, there's 32. Like, uh, mathematically, a team should win, like, the Stanley Cup every 30 years. Um, yeah. So, for, like, the, I felt, like... As a Blackhawks fan, I've had three cups in like twenty, almost twenty-one years of my life. So I could live yeah. to be ninety, and I would like my and, Stanley and Cup, good, yeah. and I'm I'm still good. So <laughs> I'll never complain about that. Oh, I'm gonna hit ninety, and it's gonna be like <laughs> the Sabers went out of business in like the t- twenty twenty-seven or something. Oh my god. Oh god. So yeah, let's uh, let's dive more into the misery. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, you know what? That's, uh, being a fan 
being a Sabres fans like, you know, it's all you talk about. It's just uh, how bad everything's been. There's so little good. I shouldn't say so little. There is good about the team, but God, it's just the last two years specifically have been so rough regarding, you know, Ryan O'Reilly gone, Eichel's going, Reinhardt's going, Kane gone, Leonard gone. Like three years ago, there was a, they look like at least the makings of a decent team. And whether it was bad coaching or the players didn't gel and then they blew it up, tried again, they got Skinner and Hall didn't work. And now it's just a total rebuild. Yeah. And let's, let's go into some positive news. Like Rasmus Stalin. Um, he had a, I feel yeah. like he's like, it's just, he's playing on Buffalo. You know, I feel like he, he's, he, he can be a good defenseman even on yeah. Buffalo. And I think that was a good contract that they signed for both sides. Oh yeah. Easily. It's uh, I know originally it was reported they wanted eight years like the Sabres oh, well, did. I don't know. Yeah. If Dol- I don't know if Dolene ever really was into it, but they wanted to lock him up, but it, it makes sense three years wise. Uh, right now, you don't know what he is. His two first seasons, I think he put up 40 points each year. He looked phenomenal. Uh, but then last year, he really, he struggled under Marcus Kruger. Um, and, oh, not Marcus, sorry. Marcus, I'm like, yeah, I'm like <laughs> but I'm damn, thinking, he's already, uh, damn, he's already coaching. Yeah. I think of the Blackhawks stuff. Yeah. yeah, under Ralph Kruger, he really struggled. So did a lot of the team. Once I they switch coaches, that though. Marcus Kruger is yeah. just such a notable player from those cup runs. <laughs> Well, once they switched uh, coaches to Granado, he uh, he and the rest of the team really improved. So it, it's a good bridge to see, you know, do you want to pay him based off of his first two seasons? He never repeats. Do you want to pay, uh, pay him based off of the last 20 games? And what if he regresses? So I, I can see where it works really well for both teams. Um, or sorry, both team and player. Yeah. So I'm, re- I'm really happy with it. I was also really happy with the, the middle stat and Yoki Haru ones. I feel like they yep. were cheap enough. And for two years, you kind of get a get to see what they could become. There's another positive Alex Nylander for Henry Yokiharu. Like I understand Yokiharu hasn't been like amazing in Buffalo, but I still feel yeah. like he's worth the bet. You know, worth the gamble. Uh, yeah, he's been at times a serviceable top four guy. I think he needs a really good partner and probably a much better team to really <laughs> flourish. He's really good. Uh, He's not really good in the puck battle kind of type area, but he's a really good outlet pass, pretty yeah. decent on the, the breakout like that. So a better team, I think, would really benefit him. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> Chicago. Really, <No. laughs> I really, really, I hated the trade at the time because I was such an Alex Newlander fan. Oh, I hated like, it too because I was such a huge Yuki Haru fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm watching the Blackhawks and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if we've won one. But like I don't, I don't. Think it's certainly lost. not a loss. Yeah, yeah it's just kind of, it's just kind of even. I still feel like there's got to be like another year or two to see year or two really before you out. see. Yeah. Hopefully, one of them breaks out one way. Because kinda... Alex Nylander did not play at all last year, and uh, he is back yeah. this year, which is good. And I don't think it's yeah. a make or break year for them, but like I think next year it will. No, be but Nylander. eventually, yeah. Once you start hitting like 23, 24, you kind of know if you're an NHL player, unless you have that like late season, late year breakout, like you're 28 or something. But for those two, it's probably coming the next two years or so. Yep. Um, what else has Buffalo done? I guess uh, the- Jack Eichel. <laughs> I hate bringing uh, it up, but that's just such such a rough situation, man. Like I think honestly, it's a it's the thing I've talked about the most with people. And like I'm so on the fence with the how they've handled it. I feel like both sides have done horribly. <laughs> Mostly because if you look at it from Buffalo's point of view, he is the captain. Do you let him get a surgery that they 
aren't 100% sure if he'll come back from, you know, I would want them to do it. But at the same time, if he doesn't come back, you just lost him for nothing. So I could see where the, the issue is with them. On his point of view, of course, he wants to get the one where he can come back 100%. Uh, he wants to go to the Olympics and all that. So until they figure out which side's going to bend first, you're just kind of stuck with him in limbo. He can't play. He doesn't want to be by the team. They just stripped him the captaincy. Now. Yeah, so that's you know, rough. You know it's, it's, it's just done. Whenever he gets it and he's traded, it's it's over. There's no happy ending now. No. And the, the stripping of the captaincy made no sense to me because if you're not going to name a player today or like before the season, it, it just, why do it? Yeah. You've, uh, you've alienated him. You've made it a big discussion. You've probably lowered his value, even if it's only a tiny bit. Yeah. But like, you know, if there was no plan afterwards, again, it just makes no sense to me at all why they did it. But at the same time, I got to respect them for not pulling the trigger. I know there was a couple of rumors earlier in the off season where they had a like 75% of a package that they wanted, but they wanted mm-hmm. to wait until they got something. So I'm happy they didn't pull the trigger like with Ryan O'Reilly way too soon. And they oh end up with God. another Tage Thompson kind of thing. <laughs> Patrick Berglund. I, I love Tage Thompson. I hope he flourishes it, but like we should have got Jordan Kyrie or Robert Thomas. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, like if Minnesota comes to you and they're not giving you uh Boldy or Rossi or, you know, Anaheim's not giving you Zegris, I just, you know, wait it out until something happens. I don't even know if you're going to get that at this point, but just wait. Don't, don't settle for 50% of a package just because you want it over with. You waited this long, see it out. I compared it to the Matt Duchesne situation in Colorado mm-hmm. a few years back. Cause, uh, I remember just coming into t- camp, him being miserable, that picture of him where he just looked like mm-hmm. he wants to die. <laughs> and mm-hmm. everyone was like, why don't you just trade him already? Mm-hmm. And then the trade happens, I yeah. think, in November. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, holy shit, that's actually a good trade. And I think that, that could be great trade. Yeah. Yeah. You look at it now, like oh Colorado, Colorado's like Gerard and yep. Byron Furman. And uh, I think Shane Bowers, like it's just. Yep. It was, it was such a good trade. And at the time, I remember looking at it and being like, Meh, it's all right. That- you know, that's all you got for Duchesne because yeah. he was like, he was, you know, he was never like top five, but he was always considered pretty elite. Yeah. And then, then he left and then Colorado goes on. I don't know if that was the year they go on the tear, but like since then they've been crazy. I think they've made the playoffs every year since they yeah. traded Duchesne. So they've been really good. And obviously they got Byram. They could have, if they did the other way, they would have got Kachuk, but they took, they got Byram, which I think is much better for them. Oh, Gerard's definitely. been a mainstay on their defense and he's amazing, even for an undersized guy. Bowers looks good too. So like if Buffalo could do that, only difference is that until Eichel's healthy, until he's proven to play, I think teams are always going to keep lowballing you. Oh, definitely. It's like some, Tarasenko, some I think it was. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the crunch is going to start kicking in for the Sabres soon because there's no movement clause. I know it's still just under a year away, but oh, once it kicks right. once it's it kicks off in, season, next, right? Exactly. It's oh, right wow. after the right after the draft. So if you don't get him healthy and playing games by then, you've got trade deadline to trade him, and then you got the draft, and then you're kind of just pooched. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Then his value gets really tanked because he just picks where he goes. Exactly. 
that's going to be like Taylor Hall over again. It's like you got to, you yeah. won't, you can't really, not that Taylor Hall's on the same level as Jack Eichel, but no, like but just kind of that yeah. same situation where it's like yep. you, you're, you can't really yeah. choose where, like you can't get the most value because he gets to choose just, his yeah, destiny. Yeah. It's just one place. And then, you know, you have to decide, are we going to trade him or not? And, you know, yeah. you in the Hall situation, it was an easy one because if you don't trade him, he just walks. So you just took yeah. it. But Eichel is really difficult because he'll still have four, four or three years left. And it's, and all that baggage yeah. is just stuck with you. Yeah, and it's, you know, even at this point now, once you stripped him of the captaincy, I don't know if he can come back and play. No, I don't either. Could you like, imagine Jack Eichel going back onto the ice without the CM Buffalo? It just wouldn't look right. What do you do then? You just give it back to him? That's so, it looks cheesy. No, I think now that they've done that, I yeah. think they've made, I feel like they've made their decision. Like, they have to trade. Well, like, yeah, at least from an objective standpoint, like, they have to trade. You can't just strip someone of the captaincy and then not no. trade them. The only time it's happened and really worked was, I think, Dustin Brown. That's true, yeah. But at the same time, though, I think, you know, Brown wasn't asking for a trade, and they probably went to him and just said, are you okay with it? And some yeah. guys are cool with it, some guys yeah. aren't. But... I think that was the same thing in San Jose. Like, I think it was Marlowe and Thornton, both Thornton. twice, and then it went to Pavelski. So. I think with that one, though, because they, they stripped Thornton, gave it to Marlowe, and then Marlowe left. He went to Toronto in free agency, and the Thornton oh. left a couple years later. So, like, that one was also really stupid and then pavelski left too it's like getting a cursing captain or getting a, a captain in san jose and even crazy. then like la doing that it's not like they've been a really good team since then so no no and i guess the they thing will be Brown though was at the time was uh he was starting to, he looked like he was gonna just fall off the face of the earth for like two years he was just a fourth liner and kopitar looked he was the guy that was yeah. that was la uh yeah i it's it's a, if you wanted an answer with the Buffalo or with Eichel, I, at this point, I don't even know if there is an answer. You know, obviously trade them. That's the easy one. But I don't know if they if they can. Like what team has the cap space and is willing to give up even 75% of a package right now for them? Or at least enough to get the Sabres to say yes. It's got to be like one or two teams. Yeah. I don't even know if Anaheim wants to now. They're not going to make the playoffs mm. even, like with him out. I guess Vegas could, but once Tuck comes back, then they're kind of screwed. So it's just a... I don't envy Kevin Adams because I do feel like... I don't think it's all him. I feel like the Pagulas have a lot in that. I really do. Yeah. For uh, for too many years, they've been way too hands-on. Uh, back to the Ryan O'Reilly ones. It's yeah. rumored that they were the ones that went to... I think GM at the time was Bottero, and they said yeah. to him, we don't want to pay the signing bonus, so you have to move him today. Oh, of course, yeah. So that's why they took back Saboka and Berglund to even the cap out so St. Louis could take O'Reilly and then pay the bonus. But then they took those two guys back, made them pay the bonus, and they still didn't get a top prospect. So it's just, yeah, so many, for five years, they've had three different GMs, and they've had, I think, four coaches now. Or maybe five. I'm pretty mm, sure you lose count, eh? You, you lose count, but the different philosophies. Um, they got Eichel, and they had I think three picks the next year. It might have been the Eichel. It might have been 2015, and they traded two of them for Robin Leonard and That's for right. O'Reilly. Yeah. No, sorry, it was uh, Leonard and Kane, and it was like it didn't put us over the hump. You could have waited one year. I think those picks were Ross Levick and Colin White. It might have been Logan Brown, but it was one of the Ottawa boys. And, you know, they might not have made a huge difference, but it's a lot better than one year of Robin Leonard and 
two years of Patrick Kane or Evander Kane. Evander and Patrick Kane would be nice. Oh, probably. God. <laughs> I would love Patrick Kane in Buffalo so much to have him come Hometown home. boy. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. But yeah, for, for five years, it's just been complete mismanagement of of the team. Hopefully it's in the right direction, but that's going to depend on if they get Shane Wright or Bedard or Mitch Govan. I think that's a, that's a huge thing because like I thought Kevin Adams did really well this offseason. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're obviously trying to tank for one of those guys. And of course, I think yeah. the, 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 the value they got for Rasmus Ristolainen is oh, really good. That was a great trade for them. I remember when the trade broke and I was like two picks and a player. And I looked at my dad and I was like, we get like a fifth and a six and some throw in. And I read it. I'm like a first. Yeah. The, not even a first, the 14th overall pick or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Was it like the 30th? I think it was, it was the 14th, but because of Arizona it was the 13th. Cause they don't have their pick. No, that's right. So I was like, we got the 13th. And I think a second, two years from now, like not this draft, the next draft. And Robert Haig, whose analytics are like, I mean, just as bad, but he gets paid like a fraction of the price. Exactly. It's like, how did we do that? But, and then they traded Reinhardt for a first and Devin Levi, who yeah. I, I'm not going to harp on too much, but I really hated that trade for two reasons. Oh, no. Yeah. They passed, they passed on Wallstead. They could have taken him and then they could have got anybody else in the trade instead of Levi. But they were just like, nope, he's our goalie. It's like, hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's like usually when teams trade first round picks ahead of a year, <laughs> the Blackhawks probably we're going to see this year. Um, oh, usually it works out not great because I think of Toronto and Boston when they made that Phil Kessel trade and they traded like oh. two first. And I think it was Boston selected Sagan and Hamilton with those picks. Like it usually yeah. does not work out well, but I feel like this Florida trade with Sam Reinhart, um, it's going to be one of the few examples where it works I, out yeah. in their favor. But in, in that division, I don't know how Florida doesn't make the play. I mean, like Tampa's got to be first, and Toronto's, no, probably, Toronto's probably second. I think they're still too high powered. Only issue might be goaltending. I don't know if Campbell repeats that. But, yeah, um, third, you know, it's between Florida and Boston. And, you know, does Boston regress without Krejci? or without Rask and yep. does Florida get the same kind of impact from the guys that were really good last year? You know, does Duclair do it again? Does Bennett repeat what he did in 12 games? Verhage, yeah. Like they took a lot so, of gambles on these guys that did work out well for them, but like, what if they regress? But yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I do think they're going to be a good team though. I, I think they're going to be a good team. My hope is that they finish 11th, 11th last. So we get the best <laughs> pick we can. But uh, oh, is it top ten protected? It's top ten protected. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I mean, I guess ideally they finish last or like tenth this year, and then last next year. But uh, you know, it's probably going to be like mid twenties or mm. maybe like nineteenth, depends if they uh who they get in the first round. Yeah. Um. No, but yeah, like I I didn't mind what they did, and I feel like mm-hmm. from what I heard, like uh, is it Don Granado? Like I've heard the players yeah. like them, and there oh, was yeah. some there was some positive progression over the past little bit as much as there can be yeah so yeah they're not yeah. gonna be good this year just looking at their goalies anderson dell <laughs> like you're no. not you're not even gonna no. this in that division yeah. you're not gonna be competing for t- playoffs but i no, think that's no, the best not, thing not even close i mean no disrespect to craig anderson or Dell. you know they're probably great people and i just don't know if they're great goalies and especially no. with that defense i i don't think uh i don't think it's gonna be great there's another trade i forgot about speaking of defense they got will butcher for free yeah, that's, we got, that's, we got, that's another we got good a, trade yeah we got a pick to take him so you know <clears throat> i mean there's only a fifth but at the same time 
That's he's something. Probably, he's probably our third best defenseman, so I'm not going <laughs> to complain. Um, but yeah, it's a. I, I think for sure they're going to be last in the uh, in the Atlantic. Oh, 100. <laughs> percent I would be comfortable betting money yeah. on that. Overall, see, the only reason I would put them behind Arizona, like put them last, Arizona second, is Arizona plays in a much weaker division. No, that's true. So, I, are they going to steal a couple more wins from like Vancouver, Calgary? No, they're in the Central now, though. Oh, you're right. They're yeah. <laughs> they're... Never mind. You're right because of uh, uh, Seattle. Okay, then yeah. they might they might be just as screwed as Buffalo. Yeah, I think that division. That's going to be one. it's going to be like 2015 again, where Jeez. it's uh, a yeah. Mac Jack Mick, Mike Eichel year, but yeah. uh, Edmonton's going to somehow do even worse and then sweep <laughs> in and like pick. Oh uh, my god, Shane Wright. <laughs> If Edmonton finishes like just out of the playoffs and gets right, I, I don't know what I would do, man. I would be so sad. Uh, at least it's going back to how it used to be. So Buffalo, if they finish last, is guaranteed second. So I'm hoping by then it's guaranteed that like Lambert or Savoie is second. But uh, th- th- the thing th- is, this draft is good from what I've heard. It, I haven't really looked stacked, into it. Yeah. Though the, the, I mean, obviously Shane Wright is like dub generational and all that. So yeah. And that would be two nice. And, two and three are both good. And at four, maybe three, because a lot of people are hyping him up. There's a, a defenseman from Slovakia. Like it's, oh, I know. I forget. Is it? Uh, Nem- oh, I forget. Nemec? Is it? Nemec? Yeah, Something like that. I know you're talking yeah, about. Simon Nemec? I think that's. Yeah, I, I believe that's his, uh, his name. But mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's like four guys. So I wouldn't complain getting any of them. Actually, I'd probably complain if we got the defenseman. <laughs> he could be great, but I don't know if you need Darlene Power and him. No, that's right. They got Owen Power, and I think that's a positive. Letting him go back, letting him go back to oh, college and develop oh, easily. Yeah, um, I think he's the first guy to do it since Eric Johnson. Yeah, I believe Went so. First overall, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a, it, but it's the right choice. Buffalo's going to one hundred percent. Yeah, year, you know, don't put him in that environment. Yeah. yeah, don't don't expose it to him just yet. I mean, he'll have to come eventually because if he sits out all four years, I'm never forgiving this team. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I was I was so on the fence with power when they drafted him because at, at the time I was like, you know, did we take Eklund? Because he seemed like the really, you know, hot and upcoming guy. And then he felt that's seventh. true. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Benier seemed like the more safe pick for a forward, but he didn't really have the flash. And then, uh, but yeah, power was like the, the most controversial guy in the draft. Everyone was like, no, he sucks or he's the greatest. Yeah. And then he played on the on the ice with Canada and everyone loved him. I think mm-hmm. he won an MVP of a, like the silver medal. No, the, the semifinal game. Yeah. He was, he was crazy in it. Uh, but then everyone would still was like, yeah, he sucks. He's not going to be a defenseman or yeah, he's great. He's going to be the next Nick Lidstrom. So <laughs> if he falls somewhere in the middle and he's just a nice top four guy, I'm super. I'm going to say like if it like this draft class wasn't particularly special, I feel like if you get a top four mm-hmm. defenseman, especially from that draft, I think that's a great pick. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I think the draft class will end up being a little bit better than people give it credit yeah. for. I think, uh, I think the reason it's underrated is because just no one scouted it. No, no. yeah. Like, uh, Brent Clark was playing in Slovakia or the yeah. Czech Republic. Slovakia, lot, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of guys who you just didn't get to see. So, you know. Uh, uh, I think, the OHL guys played except for, like, at the like the U18s or something yeah. like that. So uh, you're probably going to see a couple surprises and you're probably going to see a couple duds, but I think it'll, it'll even out eventually. Um, but yeah, it's not going to be like a 2015 draft. No, I don't think we're going to see any, we, I don't think we're going to see any award winners, but who knows? 
yeah, you know, you might see one of the the more like the you might see a lady bang or a cell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we're gonna get hearts or heart Ross. No, I, I don't think so. But uh, you know what? You take what you can get. I know. Uh, I think Buffalo ended up with like ten picks out of it. So if they hit on two of them, I'm I'm stoked. They had two first. So oh, I think I guys. think Power's gonna be a top four guy, like guaranteed. Yeah, so it's good. just it just comes down to the other two. And uh, bless his soul, I, I love Isaac Rosen. I hope he becomes something special. Mm. I I'm still I'll never forgive them if. Oh, no, that's right. You want to watch today? Yeah, I'll, I'll never. And then even in the second round, uh, uh, who was the guy that fell to Anaheim? Pastorjov, yeah, Pastorjov, probably. Yeah. So uh, I was screaming at Buffalo, take him with the first pick in the second round, and then they. No, that would have been a good pick. Yeah, I think they went with uh, Poltikov or Poltapov or something. So uh, a horrible pick, from what I've heard. So yeah, they picked a lot of Russians. So (laughs) hopefully something happens. But yeah, this offseason was is is hard. You know, you had to say goodbye to Reinhardt. Yeah. Even Ristolani, you know what? A lot of fans didn't love him, but no, he's been there for so long that, you know, he just, he, he is, was just Buffalo at this point. Exactly. Like, I like he never bitched or complained about from what I've heard, but like, yeah. I, I, but we even saw in the interviews, it's like, it's tough, man. It's tough playing in Buffalo. Oh yeah. And you know, now the Eichel thing eventually, hopefully comes to an end. So you just, you just pray that, uh, the young guys they have now can, uh, improve a little bit you know Dalton builds on the end of the season I mean I think Middlestat after Granado took over had a 17 points in 24 games that's awesome I really so hope he, he pans out he he had a really really good second half and uh Cousins he didn't put up the points but you know what though if I don't think he's gonna win the Art Ross no point. I don't think he's gonna be a I maybe point per game guy I don't know I don't think he's gonna be an offensive superstar even if, he, even if he tops out at 70 or 65 yeah. he brings so much and he already has like developed into this i'm not going to call him captain kind of guy but he's already been the leader he addressed the fans about the ico stuff uh so for a 20 year old it's it's really impressive to see what he's becoming so if those three can improve and then you get marginal improvements from guys like asplund and yoki haru halfway through the year if one of dell or anderson just sucks you bring up uh, <laughs> pekka lucan in yep and then you just pray for next year hope the draft goes well hope power uh and Portillo lighted up in, uh, in Michigan college together. Yeah. yeah. In Michigan. And, uh, the guys you have overseas just play well, but, uh, yeah, it's, a, uh, it's, it's not going to be great. I, I, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is trade deadline because yeah. they have a lot of guys on one year deals that I think they could retain on and not get a lot, but get something, something. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, I was very envious of how Arizona did all of it. I was, mm-hmm. They're they're I literally am. the Infinity Stones with like all their draft picks. Oh they have like God. looking at yep. their cap friendly draft picks. It's comical. I think they have three oh. first round picks next year, and like five second round. All picks. the seconds, and I think they have six seconds the next year. And it's like, oh my God, why man. couldn't we do that? Just pick up Anton Strawman for five bucks. I don't care if you have to pay him. <laughs> don't even play him. Just they still the could do that. They could, but. All all signs are pointing to them. Maybe they do it at the deadline. Yeah, where somebody they take like a, I have no idea. Insert bad contract here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then they they flip one of their players for cheaper, and then another team can do something with it. But uh, it's not going to be a fun year to watch. Well, it might be fun because you're going to see some blowouts, but it's not mm. going to be competitive. I don't. At least I don't think so. 
the hope is that guys like middle stack cousins grow and mm-hmm. same with Dolly and Yokoharu and whether he's playing in the AHL or even in the NHL echo Uko Pekalukunen takes that uh next step and yeah one signing that they made that I feel like could be kind of underrated and get them like a decent return at the trade deadline, Vinny Hinnestroza, because he did play for the Blackhawks, uh, mm-hmm. and he had a and he was really good in his return to Chicago. He was over half a point per game. Unfortunately, like just Chicago yeah. has so much forward depth, he really wouldn't be able to fit mm-hmm. in. I would have liked to see him come back, but we also have so many forwards. But I feel like yeah, in a bigger role in Buffalo, maybe hell, even maybe even a top six role. I don't know what how their lineups are going to shake <sighs> out. I feel like he could yeah. be an underrated player to watch for you guys. Just I would like, love to see him get some some reps in the top six because right now we really our winger depth is so bad. Yeah, like, Skinner played the fourth line last year. Oh my god, that's right. Olafson, Olafson, really, we we haven't even brought him up yet. He really worries me because he's like your prototypical power play specialist who can't do yeah. very much of anything else. So without Eichel, without mm. Reinhardt, without Hall last year, I don't I don't know what he's going to do this year. So. That's, if he gets the if he gets demoted to third line, you're looking at like four spots. You know? I would have traded him, man. Like especially he, I was looking at trading him while his value is high. At least from kind, what I hear. He's the kind of guy I could see at the deadline getting a lot, kind of like a Mike Hoffman, where you're gonna see yeah. him you you're gonna look and be like, How does he have 17 goals? And you're gonna power play and, merchant. Yeah, yeah four, <laughs> 14 of them are on the power play, and he's like a minus 20, and you'd be like, he, he could use that in the playoffs though. So that's all I can really hope. I, I don't see him having an extended future in Buffalo because for the years they suck, they, he's just he's not going to really fit what they're going to go for. Uh, who else do they have? I mean, Thompson's just going to be a guy. Asplund, uh, Ruots, Align, and you know a lot of great names, but they're probably <laughs> just going to they're just going to top out at probably third liners on good teams, and you know. But they're going to get top six time, and you know if they have yeah, good they'll starts get their the chances. Season, yeah, and if they have good starts, maybe you flip one of them. You know, maybe you keep one of them. Who knows? But it's uh, it's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of opportunity for guys to step up and just uh, just you know do whatever. They might just carry a guy on the fourth line just because he hits. Because that's what Buffalo does. They love hitting, <laughs> not hitting on draft picks, just hitting players. <laughs> oh man, oh, God. Yeah, I didn't even. I didn't even think oh, they still have Kyle Ocposo. That's oh, right. oh man, <laughs> I forgot about that man. <laughs> still from that 2016 class, that oh that, that dreaded that free agent class. class yeah. sucked so much. Remember the hype around Lucic and Erickson and him? Yeah. Oh, now man, they're was, on think, different teams it, from what they were. Is Kyle Ocposo like the only main guy that hasn't switched? Also, Andrew Ladd went to Arizona. <laughs> Yeah, I was just say Andrew Ladd and Erickson are on the same team. That's so Lucic, oh my god. Lucic is on Calgary. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I think David Backus is retired. Same with Troy Brett. So that's like those are the names. Oh my that are god, coming I forgot about Backus. <laughs> Jesus, man, that class sucks so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. But yeah, I, I just. I, I don't. I don't. I wish I had more positive to say because I, I, I hate being negative about a team you love, but like. No, there's that, very, that's tough right now in Buffalo. It, it's like a, an unpolished rock. You can see some nice things on it, but there's a whole lot of crap that you just look at and you're like, that's a, that's a very good uh, um, yeah, no, yeah, until, until, until the kids come up, you know, 
there's still hope. Uh, a couple of guys came over, like uh, JJ Paterka, had a really good, good year yeah. in Germany last year. So hopefully, actually, might have been Austria. Doesn't you matter. Might, you might even play at the Olympics this year. <laughs> Fucking might. Um, uh, Matthias Samuelson came from college, so hopefully he takes the step and he can play. Uh, I know Brett Murray tore it up at the uh, the prospect tournament. I think he had three goals or something. Oscari uh, Laxon it also looked very good. Another pick from a couple of years ago so they're going to get their shots uh you know are they just did they look good because buffalo has nobody are they actually good who knows but uh it, it'll be it'll be fun to see them and hopefully one of them finally gets the break and just becomes good because <laughs> god buffalo has not had a, a pick outside the top or first round really hit in a long time and then hit and become an all-around good player I know Olofsson was a seventh rounder, but again, his game really lacks a lot of everything that is in power play time. Yeah. Um, another thing, Jack Quinn, like I still don't understand Buffalo. I sorry to bring up the game, but like I, I still I don't completely know. forgot yeah. about Quinn. I, I said Paterka and I was like, who's the first rounder? Yeah. And like, I wish there was a video. So when that draft pick happened and they get on the stage and they're like from the Ottawa 67s and yeah. I was like, they're taking Rossi. And they're like, Jack Quinn. And I was like, Whoa. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You're like the Snoop Dogg. Who? Oh, exactly. <laughs> and I looked at my dad. I was like, who's that? And he's like, I don't know. And, you know, I got at the time why they took Quinn. And then once you started reading into it, you were like, why did they do this? He scored, <laughs> he scored 50 goals. And if that's all you looked at, you'd be like, oh, my God, he's such a sniper. Yeah. And then you realize that a lot of his goals came from Rossi or came from being in front of the net. So he's not really like this lethal shot. Like that's not like line. he's – yeah. Yeah, so they got him to be something he wasn't. And now that they've moved Reinhardt and they, they're going to move Eichel, they don't really have that, like, you know, punch-out center for him to, to play with. Yeah. So now they're like, okay, we'll put him at center. And it's like, why didn't you just take Wendell was there. Perfetti was there. Ross scare off. Like go on and on. I'm sorry, man. The Blackhawks took a Reichel. I still think Reichel would have been a better pick than Jack Quinn. (laughs) You know what? Even if Reichel topped out at like a third line center, but he was the best in the league, he probably going to be better because I don't know what Quinn excels at. Watching him in the AHL, he had, you know, he was really tenacious. He was really feisty and all that, but like He's not super, super fast. He doesn't have a great shot. His hockey IQ is good, but it's not off the charts. So, you know, you're looking at it and you're like. Yeah, what's well, like that one quality where it's like, holy, like, God, holy shit, so, this guy's a really you know, good player. Is he just going to be a really good second line right winger? That's not what okay. you want out of a top 10 pick, especially in that say, class. Yeah, in, in eighth. And then you look at, you know. Rossi, uh, perfect. Yeah, like, Rossi. Any of those I, guys, man. I still even, understand even that. Rossi missing the whole year with uh, COVID. Thank God he's better now. But yeah, like, he destroyed he, the Blackhawks prospects. So. He looked amazing. Perfetti came over, uh, came up into the AHL at the end of last year. Yeah, it was he like was, point per game. I'm pretty he sure. So good. And Lundell has been the talk of the town. They're like, uh, Florida fans would tell you he's the best prospect. Although, they're no, of course, included, <laughs> but um, you know, he's still really good. And it's like. How did you miss on all of that? Even if you didn't need the center, you know, you could have taken him. You could have put cousins. On it's, the that's game. why I take best player available. Always. Yeah. It's, you know, if you end up with three centers, you just move one of them or you put know, them on hate, the wing. Or like, <laughs> yeah, you, you hate to do it, but 
what's more valuable, a second line center or a second line left wing or right winger? It's the center every time, unless the right winger is Ovechkin because you play him on the second line because you're stupid. <laughs> but you know, if all of, if everything's the same, you take the center because they're just that much more important. So uh, them taking the winger there and one that didn't excel at anything and then one that was touted as something he wasn't really really might have been like the the worst thing they could have done especially because now since coming over a lot of people are saying that the Paterka who was the second rounder looks better he's super super fast he's got a lethal shot yeah he's not going to win you a lot of puck battles and his two-way game's a little weak but he looks like that kind of guy. Who That's kind of what you expected of a second round pick. Like, there's flaws yeah. in this game, but he could be something, you know? Yeah, he looks like a. If he makes a top six, he's going to be like a thirty goal scorer or something like that. Quinn just looks like a twenty goal, two way forward right winger, third liner at this point, and it's a. It's a little sad to hear that. He's just meh, you know, like he, he's not bad, but he's not great. And that's what yeah. you want great out of a top 10 pick, especially when you look 100%. at the names that he was taking over. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's still so sad too. I really, I know it never would have happened, but if Drysdale just would have fallen to eighth, oh my that would have been God, nice. Been yeah. So happy. Oh no, Even- him in the Eichel train. Oh my God. I remember, I remember that. And they were like, yeah, Eichel to Anaheim for Drysdale. And I was like, please God, that would be so great. And then we got power, so now they're like, we want a center. But yeah, I'd still take Seegers. I think he's going to be yeah, electric not, too. Not a bad. That's not a bad bet. Yeah. And then they pick like I hate this, but I mean, I think Dylan Cousins would be great. They picked us. Uh, yeah, I would have gotten Seegers there. Uh, it's it's such a tough one because Zegers, if without Eichel, I think Zegers would have been the hundred percent right choice. But if that's you wanted, true. Yeah. If you wanted a second line center. I think Cousins exemplifies that a bit better. His two-way game, I think, a bit stronger. Uh, and he no, kind of just, yeah, right. just has that kind of stuff. Again, though, is it the right pick? Probably not. If if you look at it as best players, Zegers, I think, might have Exactly. That's what, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Just from pure high upside yeah. skill, it's Zegers. You know, and having a one-two punch of Eichel Zegers in their prime would have oh. been would have been great. But I still think I don't think like it's like when we're yeah, I think Cousins going to be really good. Yeah, I think Cousins is still going to be a serviceable top six player. And, uh, you know, if Zegers becomes better, it's one of those ones I'll look back and say, I wish, but it won't be as bad as the Quinn one. Yeah. And you know what? At least we're not Edmonton taking Broberg. That one. <laughs> no, I always harp on Edmonton. Oh I literally, God. every time we bring the Edmonton up, I'm like, I still can't yeah. believe they take Broberg over Zegers. Like he, oh the, he was right there. They needed an elite player who could score to play with McDavid. Or fucking and even they, Caulfield, man. Like, oh, Boldy, imagine, any of those guys. Could you imagine Broberg. Caulfield's speed with like, McDavid? Oh, and my his God, shot. man. Hey, but now they have Zach Hyman, who's, you know. No, that's who, true. Who, who needs, hey, who, see, not every team is dumb. As, as You know, like, there's stupid teams as well around the league. Uh, Edmonton. Oh, like, yeah. The only reason they made the playoffs is because Connor McDavid, literally, it was, like, scoring at, at like, a historical pace. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know what? <laughs> As much as I love Eichel, and you know, even with what's going on, I'll always I'll cheer for him no matter where he goes. Yeah, McDavid was the guy in that draft, and he's proven it for so long. And that's like nothing against Eichel, McDavid. Yeah, he's just the best player in the league, and he might be the best player we've seen in how I don't even probably since Gretzky and Lemieux. Yeah, Crosby was so good, but Crosby was so good at everything. That yeah. I don't know if he was McDavid special at no. certain things. Like just the dynamic speed and like uh, like uh, just everything about McDavid. Like, and I really oh, do think man. like even though he's not like a 
mm-hmm. like a selkie candidate, right? I don't know. I don't know if you know what it would be, but like, I feel yeah. like he can get to a point where it's like he's hard to play. And that's what that's the same. That's the same thing with Crosby. Like, yeah. the best players always work on their game. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. my playmaking is good. What can I make better? My shot, okay. Mm-hmm. What about my face offs? Yeah. You know, I feel like yeah. McDavid's going to get to that. That's point. the one that rings true to me so much was that I remember the first two years with Crosby, he was dreadful on the draw. Yeah. And then he had an interview and he said, all I worked on this summer was face offs. And I remember looking at my dad, I was like 10, and I was like, why would he do that? You know, he's Crosby. And he's like, you know, and he was explaining it to me. And then the next year, he's like 55% on the draw. And I was like, oh, oh, that's a lot. You know, mm-hmm. a whole 8% throughout the whole year on the draw is that's a lot of face offs. But yeah, it, it shows you the difference of a player who's just gifted and they kind of just coast on it. And the guys who are so driven to be the best that they will do yeah. anything to get better. I think McDavid is that. You know, he doesn't have to work on his skating. He doesn't have to work on his shot. Could he work on a couple other things? Yeah, and he probably will throughout his career. And you'll oh, see he will. I'm become, confident he will. Yeah, you'll see his game become so well-rounded that eventually in his 30s, when he loses his speed, he'll still be so elite because he has everything else well now. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's nothing against Eichel. Uh, Edmonton's just going to make the playoffs until McDavid dies, though, because... Yeah, and they also have Dreisel. That, doesn't, that helps them as well. You want to talk about Dreisaitl? We picked Reinhardt over Dreisaitl. Oh, my God. Like yeah. that's, a, that's another one. It's like, okay, Reinhardt is a good player, but Dreisaitl, you could have had Dreisaitl, Dreisaitl Michael, Dreisaitl, man. Yeah. You could have had Dreisaitl. Theoretically, you could have, if we picked first in both, we could have had McDavid and Ekblad because we finished last and lost both lotteries. Yeah, that's right. But even, even still, if we only won one, you could have had McDavid and Dreisaitl. You could have been Edmonton. It's, it's the same color. We're blue as well. <laughs> but no, we got we got Eichel and Reinhardt. And again, I have both their jerseys, and I'll, I'll cheer for Reinhardt as long as he plays because he's a great guy. Even yeah. if he's not the, the number two overall pick we thought he would be. It's a... mm-hmm. And now well, we have nine. Now we have none nine. <laughs> That's the same with the Blackhawks. We've traded basically all our first-round picks. Like I think the only ones we have now are Kirby Duck and, uh, and, and Lucas Royko and now Nolan yeah. Allen. Who they picked at 32 overall. Yeah. But yeah, 2018, Bokefus is gone. 2017, Yoko is on your team now. Uh, 2014, Nick Schmoltz is gone. 2013, Reinhardt oh is gone. God. 2012, Tara Vines. Oh, I still hate that one. And 2011, oh uh, Dano is gone. It's so, oh, it's so crazy how many good picks there were. Yeah. You could go back in the Buffalo picks. And they're so bad. Mm. 2012 was, I think, and maybe it was 11, was Joel Armia. Good. But he's a yeah. fourth liner. Mm. Uh, I think twelve or, th- or yeah, twelve was Gergensen's and Grigorenko. Oh my god! Yeah, wait, thirteen was Ristolainen and Zadorov. <laughs> that's funny because Chicago had Zadorov. So. I know, <laughs> but like that's five picks where you look at it and you're like, okay, six defensemen, Ristolainen probably bottom pairing. Uh, Gergensen's is a fourth liner. Army is a fourth liner, and Grigorenko's out of the league. It's five yeah. picks in three years that just never. And they're all high. I think the high or like the the worst one was 16th overall. I think that was the door off. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, what the hell, man? What were you guys doing? Like, I, and the second rounder sucked. It's just it was a it was not good for those years drafting. And then it got a bit better, and then it got back to Quinn. So mm. we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, I just feel like. It, like both of our teams like i feel like we just gotta watch now albeit like with different outcomes like you're you're expecting to tank for number one overall get shea right mm-hmm. in the blackhawks like we're just hoping to even get to the playoffs because uh oh yeah because yeah. if we if we don't make the playoffs this year and like 
we because the the first round pick we traded was top two protected so like <laughs> could you imagine yeah a number it like goes to won, number though? three yeah oh. but if they win like i'm fine with that like they could yeah <laughs> right oh my god because we, you could get yeah we don't any even of those get, guys we don't get that with florida's if they win we're just screwed yeah but oh, man. like we could kind of have to make the playoffs this year and i think and that's i think there's a really good chance that we can like i'm i'm really i just want to see this team play like what, on, no matter what you think about Seth Jones, I think they made yeah. great trades with Fleury Johnson and Simon oh, Ma- McCabe. Yeah, but like I, the, the Johnson trade, it was Johnson and a second for basically. Yeah, we took on a twenty twenty three second round pick and we traded Brent Seabrook back to them. Which oh my god, I mean you know he's not playing, so it's what. No, exactly. Yeah, and, and then the Flurry one. Yeah, those two trades are just money. Uh, say what you will about Jones. I don't think he's as bad as the analytics no, say. No, you no. Know, I don't think he's a top pairing. I think, he, you know, no, I think he's I think he's a second pairing guy. That's I what think, I think. I think if you look at both, and you could probably come do an example where he's probably a fourth pairing or like a four, three kind of guy. Yeah. But on the power play, he'll put up points. Oh, 100%. Like, you know, and he'll help. He, he shouldn't play as much as he does. And no. Hopefully Chicago realizes that and they can utilize him to his best. Yeah, but they paint him like the one and they train the assets. But you know what? Hopefully, like, because yeah, McCabe true. and Murphy, like they've been mm-hmm. friends for a long time. Uh, oh yeah. By the oh way, Jake God. McCabe, I think that's another. That's a tough loss <laughs> for Buffalo, but I think that's a great. I'm I think a, that's great for Chicago. I'm a. A lot of Sabres fans were really upset about that. I wasn't as upset if if he signed somewhere for one year at like a million bucks. I would have been really sad. I would have loved to take the gamble on him again. Once he hurt his knee as bad as he did. I was really, really against giving him long term just yeah. in case it was like not permanent, but there was like a little step lost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I again another guy on the Sabres who never any complaints. He was extremely good to start. That's really season. good to so, hear. Yeah. So uh I just hear or I just hope that he's good on the Blackhawks. And you know, yeah, I, I, I don't hate the Blackhawks as much as I used to. I, I never <laughs> because they're I've not never, as good. <laughs> but I, I've never hated the team. Like, yeah, even when they won, it's like, like it's like God damn it, I hate you, but I fucking understand. That's like that's me, yeah. me with like Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay. It's like oh, I I hate you guys because yeah. you're so good. you know. They're it's just, never because yeah. I think they're jerking assholes or any of that. Yeah. Like they're just so good. It's I, like, I just remember Prime Blackhawk era on Twitter. God, there was some people that were so oh, I bet like fucking annoying that I was like. I bet I if I was on I Twitter hate- at that time, I would be so <laughs> fucking like, cocky because I, uh, I was so like, confident in that I, I team. Was like, I, I was like, I don't hate all of you, but some of you make me just want to rip this team apart. That's the echo chamber. Yeah, like oh there's like God. a few fans that just like make it worse than what it really is. Yeah, but every every team has those, you know. Uh, oh, I, yeah, definitely. But like with some, the, some have a bit more the Leafs. Yeah, I think bit. I feel like but, with the know, bigger fan bases, it's like there's that. just because there's more of them. And mm-hmm. then you're like, there's like one bad Arizona fan. You're like, well. <laughs> One out of fifty or so isn't that crazy. <laughs> but no, a, uh, going I, I, back. I, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. I'm <laughs> uh, going back to McCabe and Murphy. Like, I think that could be their best shutdown pairing since Jalmerson oh, and Oguna, yeah. and I think that's going to be the pairing that really makes the difference on that defense. And I think they're mm-hmm. going to get all the the hard minutes, and then I think Seth Jones is going to be able to roam a bit more free. You know, be able to carry the puck up the ice because that's that's really his strength. Um. Mm-hmm. I kind of I did a deep dive on him. I actually wrote an article that will be coming out on him, and like, uh, yeah, yeah, a little sneak peek. But uh, just looking at like uh, his transition stats, like he's very good at entering the zone, exiting the defensive zone, and 
the big concern is like he doesn't do a whole ton in the offensive zone. Like he mm-hmm. like he shoots mostly from the perimeter. Like he doesn't get much to the inside. But the hope is when you have guys like uh, Alex DeBrincat and Patrick Kane on the team and just all the offensive yeah. power that'll help out. But mm-hmm. the big concern is like he does his defending off the rush, which Chicago yeah. struggled with. But like once he's in the zone, like in the zone, like he's pretty good at like forcing plays to the outside. So. Yeah, it's at that point like like I've made my point well known we overpaid for mm-hmm. him in terms of assets yeah. and the money we gave him but all you can do is just cheer for him now and if he helps yeah, them it's... become a better team like even in the first few mm-hmm. years like whatever, you know. That's uh that's what some fans got to to realize is sometimes you don't have to love everything your team does. Yeah. But once it's done, you kind of just have to, you know, respect it and move on and cheer exactly. for the guys. Exactly. Yeah, you can't just I, I, shit on, yeah. you know. I, I like I was saying earlier, I don't I don't I didn't like the Rosen pick. I didn't like the Reinhardt trade very but much. But you're cheering you know for what? him now. Yeah. yeah, you know what? We have them and if Isaac Rosen becomes an NHLer, I'm buying his jersey. I'm you know mm. what? If he plays for Sweden, I'm getting it. Yeah. Cuz you know what? I I just He'll be on the see... World Junior team, I bet. Like that's oh, a pretty prob- good bet. Probably, yeah. Um but I I once they're on your team, you just want them to succeed unless you know it's like Evander Kane or something. Mm, yeah, you have oh a you have a really good reason to say I don't want to cheer for that. Yeah. But once the player's there, and you know what, you kind of just have to look at it and say, no amount of crying is going to bring back anything. exactly. No, no crying is going to bring up uh, Adam Boakfist, uh the twelfth overall yeah. pick, and then this first round pick. Hell, it could even be yeah. back in us if we suck so much, and then we get like yeah. Shane Wright. <laughs> but then it's but then it's oh, could you imagine if you got second and then next year they got your first and you finished last oh my god and they oh, got never. bedard i honestly if that even happened i'd be I'd, i would just be happy enough <laughs> that we were able to get like a second overall pick but oh, yeah, that man. would sting definitely that would sting a bit yeah ah oh, talking about chicago in the playoffs and yeah looking at the central division it's very wide open besides colorado like that's why i think it really it really is but like there's a lot of good teams. Oh, 100%. Like, like, other than Arizona, like, all those teams are going to be competing. But Yeah, like, because Minnesota, especially with Kaprizov signed now. Yeah, I think I, they're... I don't, I don't think I'm as high on St. Louis or Nashville. No, others, me too. That's but, And I think that's worth it. But, Even yeah. Winnipeg. I think I think yeah. Dallas and Minnesota are ahead of Chicago, but I feel like Chicago is in the same group as Winnipeg, it's, St. Yeah. Louis, and Nashville, and I think that's mm-hmm. where they could really... And I think the Central is so good. They should get the two wild card spots. So all you really have to be is fifth best. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but the thing is, then they're going to face Colorado or Vegas in the oh. first round and get curb stomp. And that's the that's God, the whole yeah. thing. It's like we went in all in. I feel like if we do go into a divisional uh, spot, then I, I definitely think we can win around. But it's yeah, just... if, if you finish second or third, I think your chances of beating a uh, a Dallas, even if Winnipeg finishes ahead of you or something, I think they're a lot higher than a uh, like beating a Colorado because you know, as much as they keep choking in the second round, yeah. and all that they're just they're so good. They're gonna break a, through one of these. Of, yeah, eventually, you know, it's it's the it's like the Capitals. Syndrome. It's like yeah, the Capitals. I'd say Capitals too. The team is so good. One year they're just gonna put it together and just yeah. win three. Hell, rounds it might even be this year. Yeah. Yeah. So. It, You'd hate to play them in the first round. If you lose to them in the third round, you're like, whatever. We got to the third. Fact, round. Oh my god! If we get into the third yeah. round, Jesus, I'm I, I I'm yeah, tickled pink. Yeah, but you know, you'd hate to go all in and then lose in six or five in the first round to the the team that's so much better than you. Because then you're like, yeah. why? We could have just kept Bockfist and nah, I know. And that's, it, that's the it, whole it, thing. It's not the problem is not getting Seth mm-hmm. Jones, but the, all you mortgage just for this, you know? Yeah, that's that's the big thing, and that's the. It takes back like 20 minutes ago when I brought up the, the Buffalo one. They traded all those firsts 
to go all in and get O'Reilly and Kane and all that. And then they moved up from last to eighth last. And then they got rid of all of them. And it was like, why did you give you up? All yeah, you give up all, all in to go seven extra spots. Exactly. You lost Leonard for nothing. You you lost the second O'Reilly trade. <laughs> and I think we just got a first for Kane. And that was it. And then we got like a throwing guy. And it's like, so all we walked out of there was with two firsts and Tage Thompson for three really good players now. And then we finished last again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a. Besides Arizona, though, that that one's going to be tough. The I'm trying to think of the Pacific. Like, I think the top three is going to be like Vegas, Edmonton. I would even say Seattle, like LA. Yeah, like, I don't. Calgary, none of them. Yeah, yeah, like none of know, them are like threatening at all. Like, you know, like the Canucks have a really good goalie, mm-hmm. and they have a really good backup. You know, they have a really. But good they don't have, have Pedersen or Hughes signed. Yeah, it, if they had both signed. I would be like, they have a really good offense. The defense scares me a lot, but they have enough to get in. Yeah. The Flames are the same thing, man. Markstrom's good. I know they lost Geo, but like that offense is so stacked that if, again, yeah, eventually they just, have, they just have to put it together one time to make it. And then you look at then San Jose and Anaheim. Are just yeah, scared. they're not going to be good this year. <laughs> so, you know, but that's how wide open it is that, yeah, Chicago could easily get four or five, yeah. I think, but. Is that enough to make the fan base happy? No, I don't think so. Might, it might make it might make you happy to get back in. Definitely, but, yeah. Like if we win, yeah. Let's say we do face color on Vegas, and we just like give them all we ha- they can handle, like kind of like mm-hmm. how Minnesota did to Vegas. Get, like Minnesota I'd, I'd be, I'd be happy with example, that, you know. Yeah. And then they we they go on to win the cup, and it's like, oh, we gave the you know what the yeah, cup yeah. champions all we could handle, you know. Yep. I think that's yeah. ideal. I think the most ideal thing for the Blackhawks and like most realistic, I think would be them getting like into the third spot and maybe facing like a Minnesota Dallas. And I, mm-hmm. I do think they're better, but I also feel like Blackhawks, like Flurry could steal the series. Patrick can, yeah, Jonathan Tays could turn it on and take over know, the series, yeah. you know, you have two of the most clutch players of the last mm-hmm. decade. Yeah. Flurry say what you will about his time in Pittsburgh when he wasn't the goalie. He's been yeah. the guy. He just won the Vesna. He was not the reason Vegas lost last year at all. No. No, uh, you know what? I know they don't have Keith anymore, so the defense, no. you know, you could kind of say is a question mark when it comes but to playoffs, at least experience, but, yeah. But yeah. you're hoping Seth Jones and like Ryan mm-hmm. Murray, or not Ryan Murray, Connor Murphy and uh Jake McCabe can uh, oh my god, up. Ryan Murray went to Colorado, I Ryan mean, Murray. No, yeah, I was, oh. yeah, that's right, that's another good sign for them. Another- Hold on, so so Colorado traded Ryan Graves to New Jersey and then signed Murray for free, basically, yeah. <laughs> Dude, they're just so smart. I know. I, and, I know but they, they did things, sign but... Jack Johnson, but I don't think he's going to play enough games. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy about that, though, because finally we get the Johnson and Johnson pairing. That's right. That's Even right. if it's in the AHL, we finally yeah. get Eric and Jack together. <laughs> All right. God, and then, uh, yeah. It, the, the West is so much fun, and then the East is so, I don't want to say bland, but like there's just some teams that, Columbus is going to suck. Buffalo is going to suck. I don't see Detroit really making no. deep strides. Ottawa's like. I think they're going to take a step, but I don't think they're making the play. I think Ottawa takes a step, but I think they only pass like Montreal. And that's because yeah. Montreal's going to be so hurt. And then in the Metro, it's it's like six teams that are just all within like five points of each other. I don't really see an elite team. Or I shouldn't say yeah. an elite team. An elite regular season team. The Islanders obviously are great. Oh, uh, Islanders! They could yeah. win the cup, and I would not be yeah. surprised. But like you know, uh, they're going to finish third, and Washington's going to finish first, and 
the Flyers are going to finish six again. And, you know, yeah. nothing really surprises you with the, the East. But, uh, yeah, it's a hockey season starting and you just yeah only like like the Blackhawks were just doing like their first like practice and I think their first uh preseason game is on Wednesday next week so it's less than a week away I don't know when how the Sabres lines up but yeah it's Sabres is Tuesday oh because I remember I remember right before or the day before Darlene signed they said it's it's a week till the Sabres play and he still isn't signed so Mm -hmm. it should be Tuesday but uh Tuesday ain't it and it should be Tuesday (laughs) um I don't even know who they play. Uh, they're going to get battered and I'm going to enjoy it because then I can start the whatever the Shane Wright tank thing is. Don't yeah. fight for right or fight you know. for right. Don't fight for right. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, you know, we'll make up something. It'll be like uh, the Darlene one. I don't think. Yeah, falling for Darlene. I don't think there was, was. power. No. Um, no. I remember it was like Taylor Tyler and then it was like <laughs> fail for nail. <laughs> fail for nail. Yeah. <laughs> Lose for Hughes. Lose there for Hughes, some, yeah. There's some great ones, yeah, yeah. You know what? Nico versus it, Nolan, you know. like There's some at least clever names, but I don't know what it is. This I thing. feel so bad for that draft class. Hiche's great. You know what? Oh, but yeah. He's not, he's not Pedersen. He's, he's not Makar. Yeah. And oh, well, Makar there, too. Not even, it's not even Suzuki or, you know. <laughs> and then you look at Philly and they're like, yeah, we're putting all our hopes on Nolan Patrick. Mm. No, unfortunately, it hasn't worked yeah. out. Yeah. Too bad he got hurt, but that's yeah, it really is. It's you just look at that one and you're like, I guess they got Ryan Ellis out of it. I know they had to give him more, but that's just one of those drafts where you like you thought the top two were going to be great, and then three through five are just so so much better. Yep. But uh, yeah, it's like again, we brought up the NHL season, the preseason starting right the NHL season, mm-hmm. all the moves are made, all the dust is settled. Like all you can do is just uh, watch the games and cheer for yeah. your team, you know? Yeah, it's a. Uh... Nothing's going to really happen, at least with Buffalo, for a bit. No, same with Chicago. Uh, All it is is just watching yeah. what happens. Yeah, yeah, hopefully come around November or December, they, they've agreed on something with Eichel. Mm, yeah. They found a trade for him, but it, it's going to be the same thing. It's been. It's just going to be checking Twitter every 20 minutes, hoping yeah. that something's happened. All right, man. It was it was a pleasure having you on. We're definitely going to have you on again, hopefully with uh, Jimmy and uh, Dylan this time. Yeah, that would, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, I had a mm-hmm. lot of fun talking about uh, – it was supposed to be just the Sabres. You know, I had a, no, a but no. talking about everybody. You know what? It's a – you just love hockey. It's a it's yeah. fun talking. You know, just a, a good uh, good uh, old hockey conversation between two good Canadian kids, you know? There you go. It's a, it's a perfect day. Mm-hmm. anyways uh thanks for coming on man and yeah, enjoy the rest of your day and hopefully uh what what is it sheet league uh number oh, season my. number seven's coming Se- soon <laughs> season, season six is starting oh season six yeah season six uh i've, I've run t- i've run six test sims and no one can guess who won it's really? horrible yeah it's All right. uh yeah well, anyway, thank you for having me. It was great of seeing course. your it was cute a pleasure. face. And, I know. Uh, right back at you. <laughs> uh, have a wonderful day, man. Thank you. You as well. Peace out. Bye.